This is Exposing Washington with Walker Wildman, bringing clarity to Washington, D.C. news. We see corruption at every level in Washington, and it's in both parties. Exposing the deception plaguing our nation's capital. Not only what he told every Republican senator, but what he told the press over and over and over again was a simple lie. And helping Christians stay informed about government. Now, of course, this puts a bigger burden on voters to go figure out what's actually going on. Be sure to visit AFR.net or wherever you get your podcast to hear past episodes. This is Exposing Washington with Walker Wildman on American Family Radio. Welcome to Exposing Washington here on the American Family Radio Network. I'm your host, Walker Wildman. Glad to have you with us today. Don't forget to check out our website, AFR.net. You can find all things Exposing Washington there at AFR.net. We post the podcast there each week. You can go back and listen to the show. We also post links to the stories that we talk about. So AFR.net is that website. We also have an app. As I mentioned each week, we have an AFR app. It takes you about two minutes to download it. Just go to your app store. Type in AFR, it's free, takes you two minutes to download, and then you can catch American Family Radio and Exposing Washington wherever you are. As long as you have your mobile device or your tablet, you can catch American Family Radio at your convenience and at your leisure. Uh, An event I want to tell you about, I mentioned it last week, I want to tell you again before we jump into the news of the week, is an event called AFA at Home. I'll be the host of AFA at Home, the topic of AFA at Home. This is a video series we've been doing. The topic of this episode will be spiritual warfare. This is a video episode that will air April 29th at 7 p.m., but you do need to register to watch the online release episode 2 of AFA at Home. As I mentioned, we'll talk about spiritual warfare. We're going to have Pastor Jeff Shreve from Texarkana, Texas on. We'll have Mickey Addison, Ed Vitagliano, E.W. Jackson, Tony Perkins, and Pastor Bert Harper. So several uh, great guests will be on with us to talk about spiritual warfare, all, of course, from a biblical perspective and what the believer needs in order to effectively Uh, become victorious when it comes to fighting the spiritual battle here on this earth that that, that we face, whether we know it or not, that we face every day. And on that note, real quick, I want to play a a brief promo about AFA at Home. Let's listen. Jesus said, in this life you will have trouble, but take heart, for I have overcome the world. Christians are in spiritual warfare whether they like it or not. We have to fight against Satan, self, and society. We got some pretty big opponents. We need to be training one another, equipping and challenging one another to engage this culture. You're invited to the AFA at Home Town Hall meeting. 
be encouraged as we see trouble increasing. Satan does not want people to come to the freedom of the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. America's never had a racial problem. America's had a sin problem. Hey, when I walk with God, he never said that was going to be easy. Mm -hmm. The event features Pastor Jeff Shreve, Tony Perkins, Bishop E.W. Jackson, Ed Vitagliano, Bert Harper, and Miki Addison, and it's hosted by Walker Wildman. The AFA at Home Town Hall meeting streams live at 7 p.m. Central on Thursday, April 29th at afa.net. We were created for this. Well, there you have it. That's the promo for AFA at Home. Go to our website, afa.net, afa.net to register. It's right there on the top of the homepage. We hope you'll join us. Jumping into the news of the week, you know, it's nothing new that the Democrats are trying to further divide our country, trying to further divide our country. And look, our country as a whole is already in a very not good position when you look at at the types of policies and laws that that are really dominating our country and there are good there are good things going on there are good news items and we talk about them here on the show there are various states that are taking a stand on on various topics on, on the issue of life on the pro-life movement, we have states stepping up to the plate, fighting to defend uh, life. We have states defending religious liberty. We have states fighting back against the Marxist agenda. And so there are good news items, but out of Washington, D.C., we have a, a very hostile administration under the Biden-Harris administration. And they are working day and night to divide us. If you watch the news, if you watch the mainstream media, if you listen to the press conferences that these Democrats are having, you would think that everyone is your enemy. You would think that your neighbor is now your enemy. Because the Democrat Party, they have focused in on how to stoke the flames of hatred and division. And they've mastered it. They've mastered it. They are basically taking America back to the 1950s and 60s. They want you to believe that America is systemically racist that America has systemic racism and there's nothing you can do about it. That's what they want you to believe. This past week, we had the Derek Chauvin case where George Floyd passed away at the hands of Officer Derek Chauvin there in Minnesota last year. And this trial has been going on for couple weeks now and the jury actually found the officer guilty of all three counts that the prosecutors brought him up on well after this trial was over after the jury had rendered its verdict 
instead of coming out and talking about justice and how we have a a not perfect but a very good system of justice of law and order in America unlike any other place in the world we have a justice system that is unlike any other place in the world instead of talking about that and talking about unity President Biden and Vice President Harris just could not resist the opportunity to further divide us. We're going to play clip one. This is Joe Biden, Kamala Harris in the White House after the verdict. Clip one. Let's listen. America has a long history of systemic racism. Black Americans and black men in particular have been treated throughout the course of our history as less than human. We can't stop here. We can and we must do more to reduce the likelihood that tragedies like this will ever happen and occur again. And this takes acknowledging and confronting head on systemic racism and the racial disparities that exist in policing and in our criminal justice system more broadly. Well, there you have it. And that's what I'm talking about. You listen to that press conference If you're not a knowledgeable, informed citizen, which not everyone is, if all you watch is CNN and MSNBC, if the only place you get your news from is Facebook and Twitter, and you listen to that clip and you go, wow, man, America, we haven't made any progress since the 1960s. We haven't made any progress since the Civil Rights Movement. That's what our leaders want you to believe. Why? We'll get into that. It is as if all of the work that our country has done to create a more just and fair and right system and society, all of that work is now gone. It is as if there was no civil rights movement. It is as if we did not pass the Civil Rights Act of 1964. It is as if we did not pass the 13th and 14th Amendment. And the Democrats, they throw out this racism card on virtually every topic. When it comes to voter ID, oh, that's racist. When it comes to a police officer-involved shooting, oh, that's racist. When it comes to, yes, climate change or so-called climate change, oh, that's racist. But there, there is an overall goal here. These people are not dumb. They are not low-information people. These people are very smart. They know exactly what they're doing. This is strategic. This is planned. Are there some out there, some people who are parroting these talking points who don't know what they're talking about? Yes, but that is few and far between. The president 
the vice president, they know exactly what they're doing. And you ask why. Why would they lie? Why would they divide? Let's play clip three. This is Fox News contributor Leo Terrell on why the Democrats love stoking division. Clip three. Let's listen. Let me be very clear. That dog and pony press conference yesterday by Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, every time they say the existence of systemic discrimination, let me say it in response. There is no systemic discrimination in America. Identify the city, identify the town. And it is amazing to me, the narrative, the false narrative is they only react if there is a white officer involved with a black suspect. Black on black crime, not important. A black police officer involved in a, with a black suspect, not important. You don't see Al Sharpton, you don't see President Biden, you don't see Kamala Harris. It is a narrative to portray that only white and black crimes exist between a white officer and a black suspect. That is a lie. It's an absolute lie. And every case so Harris, why? it's different on why the facts. Why do we see it? Pardon? Oh, I'll tell you why. It's very why do simple. we see it? Because the, mind, the, the mindset is to keep blacks thinking that the Democrats are, is the only party that will resolve this. And the other party, the Republican Party, won't. That lie is the reason why I left the Democratic Party last year when Joe Biden did two things. One, when he said, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. How insulting. And two, the Democratic Party abandonment of the police department. I have family in law enforcement. I recognize there are bad police officers, but those are the two reasons. If the black population voters leave the Democratic Party, there will be no Democratic Party. So they scare them into believing this lie. Well, Leo Terrell just explained the why. Why do Democrats lie? Why do they further divide? The answer is power. This is 100% all about power. The Democrats, and I've mentioned this before, but I'm going to mention it again. What does it take? You doing something several hundred times to create a habit? We're going to say it again. If you take away... The Marxist policies, the socialism, the divisive policies, if you take the fear and division away from the Democrats, they have nothing to run on. Their policy proposals are so terrible that they cannot even stand on their own. They cannot, the Democrats cannot run on just strict policy positions that aren't rooted in fear and division. Because the ideas of the Democrat Party are so out of line with mainstream America that they cannot run strictly on policy positions. And you say, well, Walker... America is not conservative anymore. America is post-Christian. And I would agree with that. The majority of Americans do not agree, do not abide by the Judeo-Christian way of living. They do not. The majority of Americans do not obey Scripture, believe in God, 
and follow his word. I get that. I'm not saying that America is overwhelmingly this church. But what I am saying is that when you when you ask Americans, and these are not, I'm not talking just Christians here, I'm talking Americans of all backgrounds, of all from different belief systems. When you ask them the how they view the world, yes, there are liberals in America, and there's a lot of them, obviously. But when you ask the general public, do you want to defund the police? Do you believe that there's 78 different genders? Do you believe that a Christian baker should be punished for his religious beliefs? A Christian business owner? Do you think boys, men, should run in girls' track? Do you think we should do away with cars that use gasoline and just use battery-operated cars? Do you think we should only use windmills to produce power? When you ask these questions, we've seen the surveys. Americans in, Americans in large part disagree with many of the policy positions of the Democrat Party. They are widely unpopular, I would say, most of them. And so what do you need to do in order to stir up support for your unpopular agenda? You take what is, is one of the historically negative parts of America, and that is our history of slavery and racism that dates back many years, two centuries, but yet we have since moved past, I would argue, as a country. You take us back to a struggle that our country had. We fought a civil war over it. How do you stir up support for your terrible ideas? You take us back 70 years and you stir up hatred and division and fear. That's why. Because if you can stir up division, if you can divide, you can conquer. And the Democrat Party, they are laser-focused. They are laser-focused. They do not let a crisis go to waste. This is why every, virtually every officer-involved shooting, even the ones that are justified, Democrats come out, they come out to the podium, and they blame it on systemic racism. Even though that accusation is not rooted in fact, in reality. And of course, we have a media that fosters this environment of lies and deception. So the Democrat Party, they do this for power. That is their goal, power over America and her citizens. Why? 
so they can further enrich themselves and take America down a path that she doesn't want to go. On a similar topic, the Department of Justice this week announced that they're, they've opened an investigation into the Minneapolis Police Department. They've opened an investigation into the Minneapolis Police Department. And the only reason I bring this up before we move on to another topic is if you look at the cities that are so-called, that are struggling with so-called systemic racism, these are cities run by Democrats. Minneapolis is a historically Democrat-run city. So the Biden Department of Justice is accusing a Democrat-run city of systemic racism and police abuse. They are indicting themselves <laughs> if their accusations are true. And in many circumstances, in the majority of situations, the accusations do not hold up. They absolutely do not hold up. Speaking of accusations not holding up, remember, I don't know, last year, 2020, the New York Times ran a story about how the Russian government was paying Taliban terrorist, Islamic terrorist, to attack American soldiers. The media took that story. The Democrats took that story. They repeated it. They repeated it. They repeated it. And then they began saying, well, the Trump administration is doing nothing about it. President Trump is in the back pocket of Vladimir Putin. Here we have the Russian government putting bounties on the heads of American soldiers, and Trump's doing nothing about it. Why? Because Putin put him in office in 2016. That was the narrative. Orange man bad. Well, as it turns out, that story was completely fake. Not rooted in fact. We're going to let Jen Psaki, the White House press secretary under President Biden, tell us how this story was fake news clip to let's listen. They assessed with low to moderate confidence, as you alluded to, that Russian intelligence officers sought to encourage Taliban attacks against U.S. and coalition personnel in Afghanistan. Well, there you have it. It's a little short, hard to hear, but let's listen to it one more time. This is Jen Psaki telling us, and I'm going to interpret it for you, in layman terms, she's saying the story is not substantiated. Clip two, let's listen. They assessed with low to moderate confidence, as you alluded to, that Russian intelligence officers sought to encourage Taliban attacks against U.S. and coalition personnel in Afghanistan. Oh, imagine that. The Biden White House just admitted that that was fake news. The Biden administration admitted that the intelligence officials of the United States, their assessment is that this story is fake. How many retractions are we going to have in the mainstream media? And this is one fish in the pond. This is one 
small example of how we had four years of fake propaganda. And CNN has already admitted this is propaganda. And there's a couple things when you look at how these elections turn out. And this is setting aside temporarily the notion that there was fraud, illegal voting, cheating, whatever you want to call it in the 2020 election, which I think we can all agree there were shenanigans. But even setting that aside, the way the media pushed propaganda falsely accused the Trump administration of things in which they were not guilty of over and over again, week after week. It would not surprise me if the majority of Americans believe this garbage. Because as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, if the only place you get your news and information from is Facebook and Twitter, CNN, MSNBC, and these fake news media outlets, if those are the only places where you hear about what's going on in the world, you would listen to these stories, these fake stories, and go, wow, man, Donald Trump is just a terrible president. We've got to get him out of office. He's in the back pocket of Vladimir Putin. And I know you and I, if you listen to American Family Radio, if you listen to Exposing Washington, you know what's going on. You keep up with the truth. But friends, we, we, are, we are not the majority. There are a lot of Americans who get their news on their Facebook news feed. I wouldn't even call it a news feed. They get, their, they get their news on their Facebook feed. They get their news on Twitter. They get their news while they're in the airport watching CNN. And that's unfortunate. And we have major media outlets that are supposed to be watchdogs against the government keeping the government accountable, whether it's run by Democrats or Republican, we have the media, major media corporations that are political arms of the Democrat Party. There are alternatives. American Family Radio, OneNewsNow.com. There are several other conservative alternatives, and that's good. But we cannot underestimate and lessen the damage that the fake news media is doing to our country. Because many Americans are listening to this garbage. They are listening to the fake news propaganda. And they are believing it. They are believing it. This issue came up when talking about even coronavirus. Even Bill Maher admitted it, that the news media under Trump, they, they only focused on negative news related to the coronavirus, despite the fact that there were positive developments throughout the Trump administration. But anything that reflects positively against conservatives, against Republicans, oh no, we can't talk about that. Only negative news. But when Biden gets in office, Butterflies and rainbows. Everything's dandy. This is why it's important where you get your news from.
American Family Radio Exposing Washington. I'm your host, Walker Wildman. We'll be back next week. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.